All right, second edition of Bodybuilding Babble with my boy Ian Hedek. What's up, Ian? What's up, man? How are you? Good, good. A little, little bit of a slow uh, gossip behind bodybuilding, if you will, this week, but still some stuff. Last week was really big with the introduction of Rami and uh, Derek saying he's not doing the Olympia and so on and so forth. But we still got some news, bodybuilding news. Right, but how funny is it? As soon as we, as soon as we get yeah. off the air, literally the next day, Rami yeah. goes, "I want to do the show." I'm like, "You." I know we didn't cover it. <laughs> I know it is what it is. What are you going to do? You know. Listen, neither one of us have the ability to, to jump on immediately because we both work full time and do this on the side. Right. So so guys that like uh, Nick, uh, Nick, uh, both Nick's, the two both of them, Nick Strength of Power and Nick Trigilli, they could that's that's their bread and butter. So they could be on it like like that. And Fuad, too. Fuad is Fuad's another it. guy. Right. Yeah, he's another one, you know, so it is what it is anyway. All right. So what, what's in the news? What do we got? All right. So we could start with um, actually speaking of Fuad. He just signed. He just uh, re-signed his two athletes, uh, Sam Samson, who right. placed number six at the O, and yeah. Justin Shire. They both just signed their multi-year deal. Yeah, not we're not we're not talking about like a small multi-year deal. We're talking about like Samson got four years, Justin got five years. How much do you know? How much they're getting? Or that's he didn't, he didn't he didn't say, but he says he is the highest paid hostile athlete. Who Samson? Yeah, I talk. I'm. I've been a. I've been a Samson fan since uh, 2020 when he first did that show. I believe it was in. What's Korea. it He did two shows in 2020. One, I, I want to say it was Korea, but I might be South Korea. I might be wrong. And they because it was the COVID thing, he was locked in his fucking hotel the whole time. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. And I've been a fan of him since then. He came on my show twice, and. The guy has made insane progress. Oh, from from just from the Arnold twenty twenty to the Olympia, yeah, to Olympia. He was like this. That's not the same person. Mm-hmm. And of course, he works with Milos, and I believe that he deserves every dollar that he gets from Fuad, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, um, Fuad also mentioned that signature line looks like it's coming. Oh really? Yeah, because remember that was supposed to be for Nick. That's right. That was originally supposed to be from Nick. They had a falling out. Yeah. Had a falling out. Okay. Shit happens. You know. Yeah. It's business is business. Right. But he said for me to do a, you know, he said for me to do a multi-year deal. Right. And it said, well, a signature line to do a multi-year deal. You know, you got to be in at least a couple of years. At least you mm-hmm. can have it. And there's there's also re uh rego- um, negotiation causes that they can always re-up on it. So he doesn't have to do the five or the four. And then just okay, that's it. No, they can mm. renegotiate anytime they want to. Yeah, they they must have they must be in good standings, the two of them. They must be good with each other. Oh, and Justin, yeah, I think Justin's competing this year, so we're gonna really see how he looks. I don't know about Justin Shire much. Give us a, a breakdown of who he is, where he competes, his you know, contest history. All right, so Justin won the twenty twenty one nationals, uh, I believe heavyweight. He works with okay. Matt Jansen. Really good lines, very aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. nice small waist, real big arms. Um, you know, a lot, and I know a lot of people have even seen if you know who he is, um, uh, even some of his challenges he's had. He used to be a BMXer and he, you know, he has his missing three fingers. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, okay. he mentioned it, like how it happened. And, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna put anybody's personal history out there, but he, you know, it was it was from a, a illness. 
Really? Yeah, I think it was meningitis. I think it was. Wow. All right, I'm looking. I'm looking him up now. Here he is. Yeah. So he talked about it. He talked about it on the podcast a long time ago. You know. Damn. That is. That's a guy with potential. How old is he? Uh, he's 33, 34. I uh, still relatively young. Well, he, I, I, he, you know what? I have you now. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. To him, have you noticed also bodybuilders' primes are between the ages of thirty-two to thirty-eight? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, so he does. So right now he he's looking at a summer show. We're talking yeah, about Chicago, he looks. Tampa. He looks dangerous. Yeah. Good. I'm sorry. Good. So we're talking about Chicago, Tampa, something in the summer. He's going to jump in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But cool guy to talk to. He. Very detailed when it comes to training, slow, methodical, like he has this way of approach. Yeah. But good guy. Like I said, I met him last year at the, um, when they were came down to Aries, when they were here for the RBP event. Mm. Yeah. I don't know him. I never met him, but I, I have to imagine, I don't think Hostel would sign anybody who uh, was not up to par. You know what I mean? I mean, Hostel is a, uh, you know, puts their name on the, on, on the paper. I think they expect, uh, you to do just as much work as they do, which yep. obviously they're paying you. And that was the falling out between uh, Nick and Fuad. Uh, I don't believe Fuad would just signed any shithead. And um, as we saw with Samson, and uh, I have to believe the same thing is with Justin Shire. Now, with also with them is that, like you said, Justin got a five-year deal. Mm-hmm. So that's a, you know, he, cause he, cause you know, he talked about, he says he believes in them. On what he's going to bring out, he said that frame. Because remember that frame, he could probably put another 20, 30, probably another 10, I was like 10 to 20 pounds on. Yeah. And with that, keep that waist in tight, he's going to be a problem. Look, 34 in bodybuilding is not what it was 34, 20 years ago. Correct. It really isn't. These guys are going into their early 40s now. You know, you look at guys like Kamal, you look at former guys like Dexter, you look at even uh, even Hardy's about what is he about 38, 30, 37, 38? I don't know. I don't think yeah. he's forty. I don't think he's forty yet. Um, there's a lot of dudes out there that bring their career into their early forties um, and keep it tight and and look good. Now, not too many after that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Kamal's a freaking age. He's like fifty or fifty-one, right? Yeah, him and Dexter were the, were the, were the anomalies. Right, yeah, exactly. But a lot of these guys are going to their early 40s, man, with, with no problem. I mean, you know, Finney Galante is 50-something. He's still – he's he still looks, Yeah, I think, I think he's 55. Yeah, he's still rocking. You know, he's hoping he gets invited to the uh, – uh, Masters uh, Masters Olympia, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I got to believe that there are two good signings. Obviously, I know that Samson's a good signing. I got to believe that Justin's also a good signing. Mm-hmm. All right, so what else we got? All right, so there was the Bob Chicarello versus Milos oh, closing back. Yeah. All right, so they were talking about basically – if you notice some of the posing rounds, uh, it's like Bob says that it's you get one minute on prejudging, but a lot of people do when they, when they do the one minute, they just do, okay, I'm going to do the mandatories and I'm done. Right. Milo says you should actually do that. It's a symmetry round and let them perform more so they can showcase their physique. Mm-hmm. And this is why a lot of the bodybuilders look good when they can showcase their physique and, you know, maybe do a point system. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should do it almost like a, like a fitness style thing. Like you have to hit the so many criteria. If you notice fitness, you have to hit uh, one, one, so many one-arm pushups. You have to hit so many jumps. 
You have to do this plus show off. If I they I, and that's what um, Milos is saying. If they do that into the symmetry or opposing round, then we can you know then they can show off the physique better. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I agree. I think the symmetry. I think the posing round should be judged, but maybe ten percent. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. But not a lot, yeah. but still. Yeah, uh, because it's you know I'm I'm a hard you both of us are hardcore bodybuilding fans i was never into the whole beautiful posing thing you know i was always like the mike matarazzo lunatic branch, branch warren. warren right ronnie coleman just bow i always love those guys i mean there were there were great po- like like samson is a great poser and so on and so forth but that being said i think it's good my opinion is that if two guys are really neck and neck and you don't know who's going who they're going to go with you know they're like ah who is it who is it who is it then that 10% or whatever percentage they have in the posing round, that could actually decide who the winner is, right? right? But I don't think it should be any more than that because by the time you, you look at their quarter turns and all their eight mandatory per, uh, poses, you pretty much, you know, got the guys down by that point, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and if you notice, like, just even certain things, some people are great posers. Who would have thought Nick Walker would have had a, had an amazing posing routine at the Olympia? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, listen, if that's what you do for a living and you're making that much money and he's, you know, you're going to put all your time and effort, you know, posing to some guys is very easy and posing for some guys is very difficult. And I don't mean the mandatories. I mean, when they have to showcase themselves and they have to do a posing. Like Samson is a great, is a great poser. He knows how to uh, pose. I mean, Cedric too was like that. He knew how to pose, how to show off his body. Some guys just don't have that. But if you just, put some effort into it, maybe you could like kind of put something together. That's, that's, that's a nice look, if you will. Speaking of posers in a good way. Yeah. Where, where's Sergio, Sergio, Sergio Leva Jr. I yeah. Know he's in I, Dubai, I actually, he I actually, he should have been at the Arnold. That's Yeah. Yeah. I actually interviewed him and he is looking to do the Arnold Brazil this year in 2023. And he's looking to do the honor Brazil qualify and get back on stage for Olympia. That is his plan. From what he told me, I interviewed him a couple of months back. Okay, cool. It's on this channel, by the way, guys. It's actually this first video on this channel, my interview with Sergio Oliva Jr. So please like, subscribe, and enjoy the content on Serious and Silliness Bodybuilding. While we're on that topic, Ian, why don't you give your, your YouTube channel a plug? My channel is Ian Kadex. So it's Ian, I-A-N. H-E-Y-D-E-C-K-E. There you go. And he has got great content. Do you have anything else before we get to the uh, doozy of a story? I I know we got something funny coming up. Oh, man. It is NDO Chip versus Roy Jones Jr. It just blows me away. So if you guys don't know who that is, I'll bring it up. Um, There you go. This is basically... Everybody knows who Roy Jones Jr. is. And and whatever the hell his name is. NDO champ is a NPC bodybuilder. was an NPC bodybuilder. Now he's a social media. He's an pro. Are you serious? Yeah, he he won his pro card at last year's, I want to say last year's Arnold amateur. Uh, I did not know that. Okay, well, he is an IFBB pro bodybuilder. And for some reason, he thought it was a good idea to get into the ring. With one of the most dangerous fighters that ever stepped foot in the ring, ever. <laughs> I hope they're paying him a lot of money, man. I really do. I really, really hope they're paying him a lot of money. Let me tell you this. 
as we know, bodybuilding is one thing. And boxing is another. Boxing is another thing. All right, let's see. Okay. Uh, TMZ Sports has learned 53-year-old Roy Jones Jr. will fight Robert Wilmore. I didn't even know his real name. And in yeah. NDO champ, a social media star and IFBB bodybuilding professional on January 28th in Miami. I knew it was going to be in Florida because Roy's from Florida. Yeah. Um, and here, uh, where is it? When is, when is it going to be? Uh, January, January 28th. Oh, no, 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 no. That's yeah. Sunday. What? Oh, my God. He's going to get his. Aunt. Oh, oh, God in heaven. All right. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's Saturday. My bad. Saturday. <sighs> Uh, and Endo Champs uh, uh, is thirty eight, stands five foot eight, reportedly weighs about two thirty. Wilmore was born in Liberia, came to the U.S. as a kid to avoid civil war. Is uh, absolutely massive. Uh, competed in many bodybuilding competitions. Oh yeah, he turned pro in Arnold Classic two thousand nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Uh, he also has some fighting experience and even sparred with Andre Berto. Okay. That being said, all right. Just if if you guys are young. All right. I'm going to pull this up quickly. Okay. If you guys out there are young and you don't know who Roy Jones Jr. is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Roy, you know, a lot of people, I was in the gym today and a lot of the young guys, they don't know who it is. Okay. Now, Roy Jones Jr. was the welterweight champion, unified the welterweight titles, moved up to middleweight, unified the middleweight titles, moved up to light heavyweight, unified the light heavyweight titles. And even moved up to heavyweight and won the WBA heavyweight championship title. Then went back down to light heavyweight. And that's when he actually had his first loss. Yep. This guy in his prime was one of the greatest fighters that ever lived. And as a matter of fact, and you can look this up, there were two times where he actually asked the referee to stop the fight because he was beating the other guy too bad. And one of them was Vinny Pazienza. And I forgot the other guy's name. There was another time where he held both his hands behind his back and knocked the guy out. And it, it was just, and you know, he I'll was just, definitely a showman, I tell you that much. Yeah, absolutely. I will just quickly show you these are quick highlights. I'm not going to spend much time on it, but I, I understand he's 53. I get it. You know, don't get me wrong. I get that he's 53 years old, right? But a 53 year old Roy Jones Jr. is still beating. Anyone, pretty much, <laughs> you know. It, to, it, like you said, people have to forget that not only this the skill that he had. I mean, yes, flashy, you know, boxes because it's a solo sport, you know. Yeah, you you want that, you know. Absolutely, but I mean, but, he, he was. Here's the thing. Here's here's the difference. Um, you see, Rory Jones has been fighting since he's a child. I think he was like eight or ten. Okay. And he's never stopped. And now you want to throw this bodybuilder in the ring with him. I don't know if anybody says he has a chance or not. I don't know what's going on, right? But you're talking about somebody who lives, breathes, and eats, you know, boxing. It is it is a natural, it's second nature to him, right? And the, the only other way I could explain it is if, like, if you have a trade, let's say, like, you're an electrician, and your prime tool is a pair of pliers, okay? You take a 60-year-old guy who's an electrician who's been doing it for, for, for 45 years. He could take those pliers, you know, it may not do it as fast as he did when he was 40, 
They could take those plays and knows exactly how to use it, knows exactly what to do, knows exactly how to splice the wires, know exactly how to do it so he doesn't get electrocuted. It's like second nature. It's nothing to him. It's just an extension of his arm. Give those pliers to somebody who's never done electrical work in their life and see if they could do the same. It's impossible. And it's the same thing with boxing. The only problem is you can get really hurt with boxing. <laughs> yeah, you can really hurt. Yeah, you can get seriously hurt in boxing. And uh, I'm trying to find, I, uh, I believe there was, oh, was this, I think this is a guy where he looked at the ref and said, you know, you know why don't you stop it? He's really beating him. It was, I think this was the actual fight. You know, um, he looks at the ref and says, you know, how much else do you want me to do here? Right. I, right. And then the ref goes, no, keep going. And he's like, all right, there it is. See right there. Yeah, this was a fight. He told the ref, how much more do you want me to beat this guy? And the ref's like, keep going. Anyway, that just gives you a highlight of who he's actually boxing. And anyway, I don't know if it's an exhibition. I don't know if it's three rounds. I have no idea. I don't know, but I'm going to say this. January 28 is not. We're, we're, we're just going to say this be, to be nice. If Indio Champ hits him, could it be a lucky punch or put him down or not say or anything can happen at boxing, which we've seen? Yeah. But a skilled boxer could beat a brawler anytime. Anytime. And it's not, we're not even talking about a skilled boxer. We're not even talking about like, you know, the average top 10 guy today could beat Enduchi. We're, we're talking about a guy Wanda who's been. Leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about like, you know, the Ronnie Coleman or the Jay Cutler of, of, of middleweight boxing, you know? I don't know. I'll give I'll give Endu Champ this much. He is doing his thing. He is making his money and he's doing it. He's striking while the iron's hot. I'll give him that much, right? Listen, I guess if you offered me some, the you know, a certain amount of money, I'd probably get in the ring with him too. But might as well. Yeah. <laughs> we got anything else in the news? Actually, yeah. So next week, if you're around anybody in the jury, well, let's say this. If you're in the tri-state area, I know some people are going to come far, far and wide. Bell Francis is holding a NPC stage ready workshop at their gym. Really? Next okay. Saturday. Uh, so that's February, I believe that's February 4th. Mm-hmm. At yes, Beth Francis. It is February 4th. Yes. Yep. So from one to, I think, believe one to four, one to five. Go there. You're going to get Sean Carita. You're going to get Jay Cutler. Really? Yeah. Jay Cutler usually is, usually Jay Cutler is always there. Because mm-hmm. Sean might do some of the body, you know, Sean will do bodybuilding. Jay, you know, Jay is the, I, I don't care what everybody says, Jay is still the ambassador of bodybuilding. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, I believe Miss O figure is going to be there in bikini is going to be there. Okay. Oh, no, no. I don't know. Miss O figure. I know. I know who she, I, I know I've met her before, but now I think Miss bikini and like a couple other divisions are going to be there. So everybody who's getting ready for a show or wants to think about the female doing a show, you might want to come to Beth Francis because you get to learn from the pros themselves. Yeah. You Any young, what, right. You Sorry, don't know who's, you don't know who's even going to show up. That's the best yeah. part. Right. Because right, there's right, pros right. there anyway who are just going to show up just because. Yeah, they work out there. Yeah. Work out there too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm shocked. I'm actually a little surprised Clarita's going to do it because he's doing the Arnold Classic and he's well, got a newborn. I think, with that being said, I think he's just more like, like that. I know he was on the, the, the ticket itself because I saw the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the picture. Does that mean it could change? Hell yeah. Because, matter of fact, I'll take a look right now as I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that he's on, because I want to make sure we get we tell everybody correctly. 
also, uh, Corita and Jansen are having something at uh, at Signature. I'd like to go that. I'd like to go to definitely let me know when that is. Going so to that one. Week after, February, can, February 11th. All right. I Because I am going to go there and grab an interview from Matt Jensen. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I met Matt a few times just being there. All right. So I'll tell you who it is. So we got Corita. We got uh, Jessica Dallas. I don't know, some bikini pro. Jay Keller okay. will be there. Uh Yardish. Who's that? You know the the you know the wellness girl. Oh yes. Okay. 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 All right. Yes. Yeah. She's Hispanic, right? Yeah. I hope I'm saying it right. Your Yarnish. Yeah. I think I think yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And Sadiq will be there too. Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I mean, that's a good idea to have Sadiq there because a lot of the young guys they like to do the uh the the uh, you know what is it the physique stuff so that's definitely a good oh, idea yeah. so, you got, so you got all the pros so you got 212 mr o you got a four-time mr o you got you know wellness you got bikini so you you know but you're gonna get a little bit of everybody yeah definitely definitely young guys and young girls that want to learn how to pose go there you're gonna learn from the best and not even then you you know Steve Weinberger and um and Bev Francis, they're great people and they pretty much run the NPC. Steve's always the head judge uh, at uh, major major bodybuilding shows. Trust me, you want to be nice to Steve. Steve can uh <laughs> he can make you or break you, bro. <laughs> especially, especially at his gym, you know, you're like, okay, all right, I'm gonna pose. Uh, you might pose in front of him too now. So don't be don't be shy now, folks. That's right. We've seen Just that because happen too. Jay, you know, Jay is Sean might be busy. Steve might be there, but like, let me see what you got. Right, absolutely, yeah. Seems a very intimidating fu- guy, but he's really cool to talk to. And he's gonna he's gonna give you straightforward, so yeah, you can't yeah, you know. Definitely don't chase all this. He'd be like, "Yo, let me switch the guy." If you are yeah, a sensitive dude or a sensitive chick, and uh, you can't handle critique, don't go to him because he's gonna tell you you got this wrong, you got that wrong, you got this wrong, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. He's gonna tell you straight out, and he doesn't sugarcoat anything. No, he's he's because I remember when he told Victor Martinez not to do the uh, one show when he came back from when he uh when Victor had his little little sitting uh with ice. What do you mean? Remember when Victor won the Arnold Brazil? Yeah. Any of the visa issue? Oh, oh, was the Arnold Brazil or was it whatever? It doesn't matter. Yes, yeah, of course. But he was in prison for right because because uh, his his visa was expired. Yeah, correct. Yes, he was like. You know, I saw one of the things he was like, yeah, you think you look good, but you're not ready yet. That's right. I remember that. That's right. That was actually in Generation Iron. Right. That's right. When he told him not yet. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yes. He, and the, he told the great Victor Martinez, you need more time. Yeah. yeah. So if you think he's going to tell a pro on a right. classic champion winner and all that, you know, who should have been who should have been Mr. O over Jay. Absolutely. Guess what? He's going to tell you even straight up is like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, Ian. I do want I do want to plug something. Go ahead, man. So, I've told you this, and you thought I'm crazy for doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I am doing the polar bear plunge down at Seaside Heights, where the Jersey Shore fist pump and everything is at. I am doing it on February 25th. Oh, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta <laughs> contribute. That's right. I forgot about that. Go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. That's okay. So we start. Uh, it starts at technically. Technically, we have the register at nine o'clock. But if you know you're already registered, do your thing already. We approach to the beach at twelve forty-five, and we plunge at one. Wow. What t- what day is this? The twenty-sixth. 
25th. So it's going to be 25th, on a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Saturday. Um, I can't tell you what the temperature is going to be. As long as it doesn't rain, we're good. Yeah. Uh, listen, if I'm off that Saturday, I'll be there because I want to see you do this. Because I, I actually don't believe you're doing it. <laughs> well, I got to see it to this, believe it. <laughs> let me just say this right now. So far, I've raised over almost 350 already. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to contribute so, as soon as we get off the phone. I totally forgot. So I so I want to put this out there like, hey, this is a charity event. I like doing stuff like this. This is for a Special Olympics of New Jersey. Hmm. And um, besides that, I'm trying to do the next one. They have one of their other events they're having. They're, they're actually doing a fire truck pull. Wow, really? I've done it before for Special Olympics. It is a fun event. Um, it's a now some of them, of course, are different. But this, if it's if it's what I think it is, it's an eighty thousand pound fire truck, fully equipped. Um, bone stock is fifty thousand pounds, but when they put the water tank and all everything else, like you know, when they fill everything up, it's about eighty thousand. And I did my team and I, we did it with eight people under fifteen seconds. Wow! Oh, you had eight people towing pulling it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were towing it, you animal. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Because you know, because they, you know, they don't want it's like it's not the world's strongest man, right? You know? Right, right. They don't want so anybody to get like, hurt, right? Yeah. So they're like, you know, we got, we got, you know, liability issues. We don't want nothing happening. Right, 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 right. No, but you know, so I'm going to do some charity stuff this year. But yes, I'm doing that. So I'm plugging it right now. So, uh, John, I will give you the info for where they could donate at because yeah. I mean, it's a it's a long line of what I want to say, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, send it over to me. I know you sent it yesterday. I want to see if I still have it. If I still have it, where are you? Then I will just donate. Uh, yes, I still have it. There we go. Okay, so I'll make sure I donate. And but yeah, uh, so, so guys, if, I'm if off, you see it, go ahead, go ahead, John. If I'm off from work, I'm there. I'm telling you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be there super early. So I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I can't wait. Uh, so, like I said, got my confirmation. So they got me already in, and I have my page. So, like you know, when you first do it, I know people are like, "Yeah, right, you're crazy for doing." It. I'm like, "No, I'm dead serious. Like I've done it before. The one I did was for Camp Hope for uh, special needs students. Mm. I helped them go to you know a camp because you know a lot of parents these days, you know, during that time. But you know, especially if you ever done special needs, some anybody who's special needs, it can be tough. Sure. Especially if they're wheelchair bound or whatever their uh, disability is. Right, 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 right. So when we did that the first time, we did a Lake of Pacong. You know, right. you know how Lake of Pacong is. Sure. They cut out a chunk of ice out of the oh. lake so we could jump in. I, I you know, listen. I'm all about charity. <laughs> uh, I, I ain't doing that, man. I'll just donate some money. All right, brother. Listen, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it, uh, Ian Hedek. On YouTube, go over yes, great content and like and subscribe to mine series and selling this bodybuilding. We got more to come. And Ian, thank you very much, brother. Uh, thank you, man. Hey, we like said we can't wait to do this some more for you guys. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Thank you. All right. All right, later, bro. Later.